Kia ora, tēnā koutou katoa. Welcome to Airman's Podcast, episode 412. Today is Friday, February 2nd, 2024. Welcome to February. Welcome to the long, short month, since this is a leap year. We'll have 29 days, and I already have most of them filled. <laughs> it's a slight exaggeration. I actually don't, I ha but I do have more scheduled than usual. And I've already got plans for what I'm going to be doing this month. I've got a lot of things going on, or I should say a lot of projects planned. I have some uh, places I'm going, I'm taking Leo to be groomed, all, all kinds of things. But since I last recorded, what I've mostly been doing is concentrating on get, getting back to my usual sorts of things that I need to do. And it's it's been interesting because last week I mowed the lawns on Wednesday and Thursday, but the thing about that is that after I was done mowing the lawns on Thursday, I ended up um, going up to the supermarket. And I wouldn't normally do that sort of thing. I'm usually wiped out after mowing lawns, especially because I was doing the, the edging, you know, knocking the weeds down on the bank. So it was, it was an unusual sort of thing. But what I didn't know at the time I was recording is that there were some sort of biting insects among all of those tall weeds. And that evening I started getting really itchy in my lower legs, basically from my knees down. And I mean, I, I always wear jeans when I do mowing, especially when I do use the line trimmer because it protects my legs from anything, anything that's flying around. But even more importantly, I don't have to put on sunscreen, <laughs> which I hate. Well, actually I have a word about that in a moment. And so I was itchy for like three days, but I, continued to, to work on things and get things done, tidy up some loose ends I wasn't able to do before I left on uh, on holiday. And yeah, just sort of stayed, stayed busy. And I've, I've been getting up much earlier than I usually do most days. I mean, <laughs> it's early by my standards, not most people's standards. I get up around some somewhere between eight and nine, usually eight or nine between 8 and 9.30 is probably more accurate. And I still go to bed, well, late by most people's standards, like 12 or 1. And when I get up, kind of depends on when I go to bed because I generally sleep about seven and a half hours on average, sometimes seven, sometimes eight. Actually, there have been times it's been a lot longer than that if I'm really tired for whatever reason. But yeah, so all overall, all things considered, I've been... Um, just adjusting to to being back to normal life. And it has been delightful to not have such hot, humid weather. <laughs> I, I function much better in the climate in Hamilton, even on a hot day, than I did in F Fiji. But anyway, be that as it may. Now, yesterday, Thursday, I had the family around for dinner, which is kind of an unusual night, but some of the family were planning on going away today. And so I, I, what I did is I made a couple of the non-meat meals that I make fairly frequently. And I blogged about it. And if I remember, I'll put a link in the show notes. And But I'd never made them, made those dishes for, for the family before. And there was no particular reason. And I thought, oh, I just, I just haven't done it. But then I realized as I was writing that blog post that I think what the actual deal was is that I had the family over so rarely last year, I think twice last year in January and again in well, this January, but I think there's one in between there somewhere. I've forgotten when it was. Um, 
And then in 2022, I don't remember how often I had them around, but it was rare enough that when the family came around, I usually made a particular dish that Nigel used to make that my mother-in-law always requests. And since I had them over just in early January and made that dish, I thought, well, I'm going to do something different. What on earth am I going to do? Because it's still summer. It still gets hot. This isn't the time to be making roast dinners or what have you. So I did that instead. And they all enjoyed it, which is good because I I make those dishes all the time. But it was just, it was an interesting thing because I planned it all out. I made lots of of uh, cheese and crackers and dips and things to have beforehand in case people didn't like the dishes, to be fair. And I had a lovely garlic bread I bought at the supermarket, a ciabatta, actually. And uh, same reason, some people, <laughs> there was things that people could fill up on if they didn't actually like the dishes, but fortunately, everyone did. And to prepare for that, I went out on Wednesday evening to go to uh, one of the home centers so I could get some supplies for small projects that I'm going to be doing over the next week. And also to stop at the supermarket and pick up some things there too, like like those cheeses and crackers and dips and things. And I'd forgotten that I actually liked doing that in the evening. I mean, we're talking early evening, like 7, 7.30, something like that. Because And the, the home centers open until 9 and the supermarket until 10. Um, but in summer, of course, it's still light out quite late. And the the shops themselves are far less crowded than they are during the daytime. And it was a hot day on Wednesday, but by the time I went, it was already starting to cool off. So it was much more pleasant in the shops, especially the home center, because it's not air conditioned. They've got these ginormous fans up on the ceiling. They sort of look like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like aircraft propellers, only bigger. <laughs> And um, that's all they've got. And it can get unbearably hot in there on a hot summer day. But it wasn't. Um, in the By the evening time, it was cool enough that it was actually rather pleasant. So I got all of those done and got home. And it wasn't even dark yet when I got home. And got that all out of the way. So that meant that um, Thursday I could spend all day in the house. Now, I still had to do some things. For instance, I had to cancel my car insurance, which I forgot to do before I left. And it was complicated because they had, um, they went to deduct the premium, and I thought there was enough money in that account, and there wasn't. So they sent me a notice saying um, that I had, that they were going to take two months out in the following one. I go, well, hang, hang, hang on a minute. <laughs> so I rang them up, and it took forever <laughs> to get it done. I had to send them proof of insurance to prove that I was double, doubly insured, and because I had because I was doubly insured, they were able to cancel it and refund the the part of the premium that I hadn't used, not just cancel the, 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 the one I'd missed, but part of the one before, because I canceled it about two weeks, I think it was, before the um, next payment was due. So anyway, I got all of my insurances sorted before I left. I, in early January, I got that all sorted. But because I was so busy those last couple of weeks leading up to the trip, it slipped my mind and I left the house and I didn't have any of the, the contact details for anybody with me. So I couldn't ring up at the airport, save, which, you know, would have, was a viable option. So, and I, I wouldn't have rung from Fiji anyway, if they, although I probably could have, but anyway, that's all beside the point. Now the point is <laughs> that I was really busy with the trip and some things kind of slipped through the cracks. Those are all sorted now. 
And I'm now onto some other things I haven't gotten to, including a lot of those little projects. And I'll be talking about them as I do them rather than as a lump sum. And I'm going to be blogging about them too, probably with progress photos and all that sort of stuff. But most of the, some of these projects that I'm doing are really quite small. I mean, we're talking about things that should only take me a few minutes in some cases. And they are, in some cases, things that have been on my to-do list for three years, I think, or thereabouts. Four years, maybe, even, almost. So they've been there for quite some time, but they're not important. And so they always just got pushed to the back burner. Well, I, I decided I want to have a basically a week of winning. <laughs> so... Uh, over the course of the next week, I'm going to be doing all of these little projects that I've just never, I've never gotten around to and get them all off of my plate. And then I have some bigger projects I'm going to be doing later in the month. And the thing, another reason why I wanted to have the family over this week was because I want to be able to, uh, I'm not going to have anybody over for the rest of the month as I work on these big projects. But the thing about it is, that's kind of funny to me, is that when they when I do have them back again, probably in March, they won't necessarily see that I've done these projects. All they will see, if anything, is that it may make it possible for me to be tidier or something. I don't know. But I didn't want them coming around when I'm in the middle of these projects because I'm probably going to have to put some things out in the lounge or, or out in the hallway or something. And... So it will look worse before it looks better, is what I guess I'm really saying. And I just decided I wanted to have them around and then not have them around again, probably until March. But we'll see. So I've got some other things that are that are coming up, and I'll talk about those as, as and when they happen. And not having anything to do with projects, I might add, but <laughs> just things I've got on. And... That's pretty much where I'm at. Like I said, it has been a uh, time of trying to readjust to back to normal life because it's not just that, you know, I was on holiday for the better part of a week. And when you're on holiday, it's kind of like, oh, whatever, you know, relaxed and, and not really, you know, getting wrapped up in, in problems or what have you. That's That's part of it. But it's also that... I was so stressed and often anxious in the in the couple weeks in particular leading up to to leaving and now all of that's gone obviously because I'm back. <laughs> but there have been some changes I've noticed, not just the fact that I've been more active than I was before I left. Um also one of my relatives was talking about going on an extended trip, uh going to the US to, partly to, so they can meet my family. But also um, to see some sites like Washington, D.C., for instance. And then going on to, to Europe to visit um, the partner's um, home country or whatever. Now, that would be at least two weeks, maybe three. And instead of going back to my what my default would have been before this trip and say, I can't, I can't be away that long. I just can't do that. Instead thinking, well, if I was going to do it, how would I do it? And I don't have any solutions yet. I don't know that it's going to happen. I don't know when it would happen, if it would be. It won't be this year. I don't know if it might be next year or maybe the year after that. I don't know. It may never happen. But the important thing is that I was approaching it from an angle of, if I was to do it, how would I do it? And that's kind of what I'm doing with even my little projects, that I'm my new little projects, not the three or four-year-old ones. And 
that's the kind of thing I've always done when I approach projects. I try to figure out how the most efficient and cost-effective way to do whatever it is I'm trying to do. I've always done that. But it's now extending beyond just a particular project or an idea I have. It's also going to things like what I'm going to do with that bank in the yard. And I'll talk about that when that's all firmed up. I'm only in the very early planning stages, but I've got a pretty, pretty good idea of what I'm going to do. And as I said, it's extending onto things like potential possible uh, overseas trips, a long overseas trip. So, you know, times have changed. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I know myself well enough to know that this sort of thing is very likely to not be permanent. It's more likely that it will be a short-term thing and it will end at some point. But I don't know that. I don't know that this isn't going to be a... Um, that this isn't new me or whatever, but we'll find out. <laughs> I think the bottom line for me is that I did enjoy my holiday once I was on my way. Up until that point, it wasn't so great. But there were things about Fiji that were kind of um, challenging sometimes, especially all the poverty that I saw and things. But it was a good trip. It was a relaxing trip, and it turns out I probably needed that and didn't wasn't even aware of it until then. Now, I said last time that I was going to be blogging about the trip, and I have been. I've basically been sharing the photos I shared on my personal Facebook, along with usually I'm, I, I often add a photo or two extra that I didn't put on Facebook. And I think the tag is uh, Fiji Trip 2024 or something like that. Um, I did put a link in the show notes to that in the previous episode, and I'll do it again for this one. And um, so if you want to see my photos or or hear my extended, or I should say read, my extended opinions about what I saw, and ex pardon me, what I saw and what I experienced, that's the place to, to do that. Today is a rainy day, or it became a rainy day. It was bright and sunny this morning, so I did a load of washing, and I was going to run the dryer, but I'm going to wait until the rates drop tonight to dry it. And that brings me to another topic that I wanted to mention. I got my um, January power bill the other day, and it was for $7.49, which is now a new record low power bill since, I've, since I had the um, solar panels installed. And here's the thing. I'm not skiting and I'm not saying, look at me, aren't I, aren't I special? The real instructive thing about this is how that came to be. The first thing is that the power company I'm with now, and I talked about this when I switched, has this thing they call future packs where you can buy power at a cheaper price for some point in the future. It's kind of like um, futures contracts that investors will buy for various commodities and oil, grains, whatever. And I did. I bought one for January for the time that I was going to be away because I knew that virtually nothing was going to be running in my house while I was away. And so that was a good way to to maximize my savings by having cheaper power for the stuff that I did need it for. And so I did that. I bought the cheaper power. Also, since I started with this uh, electricity company, they've increased the amount of credit they give for the solar power I generate. And of course, I shut off virtually everything in the house that could be shut off except for like the, the fridge freezer and the hot, the hot water cylinder and some bits and pieces. And I also had a couple of lamps and timers while I was away. And 
that used very little power and it was very hot and sunny while I was away. So long days of sunshine meant that I was generating more power than usual. So I added it all together and I ended up with a bill of $7.49. That's not going to be the case all the time. It's certainly not in winter because the days are short and it's often rainy and stormy. And that means that I don't generate much power even in the daytime or as much power even in the daytime. So it does show that the, the business about buying future power isn't a bad idea because it does help make things cheaper. And I really sh should do that for, for in the winter because that's when my power bills are the highest. And so if I was to, to buy some of those in advance, then that would mean that I would have um, cheaper, I would have less, less high bills <laughs> in winter. Still not cheap, but not as high as, as they have been in the past. So this is, it's a learning process for me, learning how to best utilize the resources I have available to me. And of course, as I said all along, when I put the, the solar panels in, my goal was to reduce the amount I pay on power, not eliminate it entirely, so that I would be able to afford to, to have a cool house in summer and a warm house in winter, um, even when I'm on my retirement income. So I think that that is... A, a sensible way forward, quite frankly. And as I've also always said, the key to maximizing the utility of the of having solar panels is to use as much power when the sun is shining as you can. Run d dryer, dishwasher, washing machine, whatever that use what whatever thing uses a lot of power, or even some things that don't use much at all. Like I recharge my devices when the sun is shining, and that power is free, and they pay me. Even even at the higher rate, they pay me less than I pay them to buy power. So it makes sense to use as much power that I generate as I can, knowing that there's no way I can ever use it all on a, on a bright, sunny day. And you add all of that together, and that's how I got to $7.49. It's not magic. It, it was basically a bit of planning and a bit of good luck that there was so much sunshine, because there wasn't in January of last year. So, yeah, I... I I'm quite pleased with that. <laughs> That's it for today. That's it for this week. Let's see what adventures I get to between now and my next episode. I'll talk to you soon. Kakete no. Bye. You can comment on this or any episode of the Amarin's Podcast at amarinspodcast.com, where you can also leave a voice message. You can visit and comment on the Amarin's Facebook page, or you can email me, with or without a voice message, at amarin's at gmail.com. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Network and is produced and distributed under Creative Commons license. Complete details at the website.